Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Friday, August the 20th. Well, at least I did a little bit better with the date and the day than I uh, mumbled and stumbled through uh, yesterday, so that was an improvement for which I thank God for that grace. Uh, Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 6, verses 39 through 42. Luke, chapter 6, verses 39 through 42. It's a very uh, short passage, but it's also a very uh, good one for meditation, and it's very practical. It's something that we can certainly identify with in ourselves as well as in others. But by way of introduction, there is a story told about uh, Pope Benedict XVI, uh, one of the uh, great and unfortunately unappreciated uh, leaders of the Catholic Church, both as one of the 20th century and into this century's great uh, Catholic theologians, and also a very uh, faithful and holy priest. And uh, he followed, of course, St. Pope John Paul II uh, as his successor. And uh, Cardinal Ratzinger at the time served as the uh, head of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith and was in many ways uh, the chief theological advisor uh, to Pope John Paul II. And uh, there's a story told that uh, one day a group of cardinals uh, came to uh, Pope uh, Benedict, and they wanted him to write an apostolic letter or an exhortation about uh, the need to stop smoking. And uh, they thought that it was very important that he lend his voice to the curbing of uh, this uh, habit, which has very deleterious effect on on health, of course. And um, the Pope uh, listened to them. And at the end of their presentation, uh, Pope Benedict indicated that uh, he would not be inclined to write such a letter. And uh, they were... Uh, they were somewhat taken back by that. They thought that this was something that needed to be said, and they they came to the Pope with good intentions. And uh, they said, but uh, Holy Father, this is uh, something of great importance to many, many people around the world, not only Catholics, but uh, non-Catholics and even non-believers. And it would be important that you lend your moral voice to that uh, particular uh, issue. And the Pope said, I appreciate your uh, concern and your interest and the goodness with which you are uh, advocating this. But again, I think that I would have to decline doing that. And one of the cardinals spoke up and said, uh, Holy Father, I don't mean to uh, press the issue but I would uh, hope that you would reconsider and that you indeed would, uh, would do this. 
And um, the Pope said, uh, no, uh, that's my final decision. And finally, one of the cardinals uh, in fear and trembling said, um, well, could you, could you tell us why? And uh, Pope Benedict, with a kind of uh, wry smile, looked at him and said, Your Eminence, I have been smoking for many, many years, and I smoke several packs of cigarettes a day. And so it would be uh, hypocritical for me to advocate what I myself do not follow. And that little uh, episode in the life of Pope Benedict gave us an indication of a person of uh, deep integrity, that he was not going to advocate and call people to a certain behavior that he himself was engaged in. And the reason for that little story is that in the Gospel of St. Luke, Jesus says to his disciples, Why look at the speck in your brother's eye when you miss the plank in your own? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me remove the speck from your eye, yet fail yourself to see the plank lodged in your own? Hypocrites, remove the plank from your own eye first. Then you will see clearly enough to remove the speck from your brother's eye. And there's a great deal of uh, wisdom and integrity in that particular uh, teaching by Jesus. Have you ever noticed just in daily life, within ourselves, certainly, and within others, that those who are quick to advocate a certain kind of moral behavior, and they are advocating a, a good moral behavior, no question about it. But they themselves often fall very short, as we do in many things, as we fall short of what we advocate and what we want others to do but we ourselves do not do. We've seen many examples of that today in the public realm. Do as I say, but not as I do. This is for thee, but not for me. And it kind of um, annoys us and even angers us. And we're quick to call such behavior hypocrisy. And it is. The word hypocrite comes from the Greek meaning one who wears a mask. Uh, that is, we show one particular face to the public, and yet inside or in our cloistered or private lives, we do something very different. And Jesus is warning the disciples, really teaching them, and teaching us as well that before we began to uh, teach and admonish, correct, 
are the faults of others. It begins with a self-examination. Am I myself living up to the very standards that I want to place on others? Am I true to what I'm advocating? Or am I wearing a mask as well? Am I being a hypocrite to myself? Am I rationalizing my own behavior while condemning that in others? Some people find relief in that. They relieve their own guilt, their own wrongdoing that they know is wrong. And they themselves are not following by punishing others, by laying uh, burdens of behavior on others, but they themselves fall very short of the standards that they demand of others. Jesus says, can a blind man act as guide to a blind man? Will they not both fall into the ditch? And that's exactly true. But Jesus says, first remove the plank from your own eye. Then you will see clearly enough to remove the speck from your brother's eye. That is, once we are able to see clearly, once we are able to correct our own faults, which may be the size of a plank compared to a little splinter or cinder bit in the eye of someone else. It reminds us that conversion begins with us, within us, through God's grace. Before we take it upon ourselves to be the moral policemen of others. And so that's a good, um, it's a very, very good point of meditation. Uh, not only for today, but the way in which we conduct ourselves in relation to others. And when we do remove a splinter or even a plank from someone else's eye, a family member, a friend, a co-worker, a neighbor, it's always done out of love, love for the well-being of that other person. It's not done in anger. It's not done in moral superiority. It's not done, done triumphantly. It's always done with love. Jesus didn't rip things out of people's eye. Jesus didn't uh, walk around condemning all the time. He called people to conversion, to change, but always with love, the truth always with love, and never in anger, never in vindictiveness, never in being harsh and cruel, but always with mercy, because we realize, hopefully, that we ourselves stand under the same judgment that we place on others, and that the Lord has been kind and merciful and forgiving to each and every one of us each and every day. And we are called upon, above all, to extend that mercy and forgiveness, that compassion, 
to others. And it begins by making sure that we ourselves have, through God's grace, removed the plank in our own eye. Then we can see clearly to, in love, help the brother and sister with the speck in their own eye. God bless you.